Hello, everyone. You're listening to Elisa Unfiltered Living Life Out Loud, the podcast. My name is Elisa curry and I am here today speaking from the heart to inspire and motivate you to be your best self. There is so much more to life than the nine to five daily grind, and I want to share all of my secrets with you. So let's get started. Hello, hello. Welcome to episode 144 of the Elisa Unfiltered podcast. Today it is Wednesday, November the 9th, 2022. And this past month, I've been secretly celebrating my fifth year of podcasting. Like, what? Can you believe it? Five years of the show. Oh my gosh. The first episode actually aired on October 22nd, 2017. And since that day, We have built such a great community of wellness warriors who are waking up to their conditioned mind and doing something about it, that massive imperfect action. Everyone who has been a part of the show, I'm just like so humbled and thankful. And and that means you too. So thank you so much for tuning in. Wow. And today is actually a super cool episode. Last week, actually two weeks ago, um, I had a little work, relax, girlfriend retreat in Collingwood, Ontario with my friend, Michelle Wolf. We got together to just really inspire each other, lift each other up and, and witness each other's work ethic, really, and support one another in a new environment. You know, like when you just switch environments, things, the juices really get flowing. That's exactly what happened. It was a getaway that just, it lifted my spirits, re-motivated me. And, and while we were there, we were in this beautiful mansion. It was gorgeous. We both were just sitting there and we're like, let's, let's both whip out our mics and record a podcast. <laughs> so this episode's unique because it's going to be on both the Elisa Unfiltered podcast and the Move Forward podcast. Michelle hosts her own show as well. And, and you know, Yeah. We're, we're just doing things differently. Like there are no rules that we need to follow. There's no limits, right? Outside of the ones that we hold over our own heads. And this show really dives into those unconscious limits. The subtle ways our routine holds us back, potentially. How we loop in the same thought patterns over and over again and have a really hard time breaking out of them. And of course, we talk about intuitive awareness, meditation, and conscious growth in a fun girl talk sort of way. I genuinely loved this conversation. We just had so much fun and I'm so happy that you're a part of it. So y'all ready to go? Here we go. Oh, hi, Elisa. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I've never done this before. Have you ever done it? What do you mean? You've never done what? Live? No, I've never done like a podcast where two people are going to post the same show. Oh, yeah. Mm. I feel like people have posted some shows that they have um, done with me. They've okay. asked for it and reposted it. Oh, neat. And well, I was fine like, with it. I'm like, sure, why not? This is like a really cool collab. Yeah. Here we are. <laughs> we are in a beautiful chalet in Collingwood. We've been here for, this is our third day here. We had two nights. This and the a- last day. Oh, I want to stay forever. <laughs> <laughs> And it was really beautiful, just the collaboration and yeah. the um, mindset work we did. We did yoga, meditation, we did movement, we did um, lots of business work stuff. And so I think we should share. 
Yeah, and I, I, it's it's kind of a neat thing to break your routine. Mm-hmm. Okay, so whoever's listening right now, you you have a routine. You wake up, you get your kids off to school, you go to work or whatever it is that you do. Like you, you're pretty much a master at your life, I would assume. And then what I find is so beautiful about doing something like this is it's not only breaking up the routine, but it's coming together and not only influencing and supporting each other's businesses. Yes. But also the health component, like you mentioned, like we are, we've, my routine is completely different here. Yes. Mine is, mine is kind of different, but also a lot of what we did. But I think the biggest part, like you're saying, like the collaboration and, Mm -hmm. and different things coming into play I like, for instance, this morning, you put us through this beautiful movement meditation that was so powerful. And it's not that I don't know how to do these things or that I've never done these things, but I haven't in a really long time. And it was very inspiring and like got my brain just like on fire thinking like, whoa, what else is in the world that I could love as much as this moment Mm. that I could incorporate into my life other than just my monotonous day to day routine. Yes. It's so easy to get into a routine. And I want to ask our listeners, how bored are you (laughs) with your life? Like really, truly, because I coming here thought to myself, my life is so boring. And I think that a lot of people (laughs) may think otherwise because I'm doing lots of things. I'm creating a business. I have a podcast. I have a daughter. You know, we're always on adventures, but like, it's all of the things that I like that I've been doing and their routine and their things yeah. that like continue to be similar. And so I'm bored. And this has been a really big wake up call mm. of like, you can live differently mm. and still get shit done, still enjoy, still be healthy, Alisa. Yes. Did we indulge? I mean, I did a little bit, but did you indulge? Kinda. <laughs> Kinda. I mean, we, we yeah. No, we were healthy. (laughs) We had a poutine for dinner last night. So exactly. That's an indulgent to me. But in three days. (coughs) Sorry, I'm coughing. In three days of what we did, I just feel like we were able to have such a beautiful experience without alcohol. No, yeah, no alcohol. And lots of water. (laughs) Lots of water, lots of movement, but like also like high vibes, but also like chill. Like I feel like it was just really beautiful. Yeah, that yin yang component. Okay, I want to... Rewind for a second because I wasn't laughing that your life is boring. I was relating. I so know. So I think it's funny. I know this. <laughs> okay. So like I get it. Yep. And sometimes though, like just to like maybe open the circle a little bit, boring doesn't have to be bad. No. Agreed. I know you know. Yeah, Agreed. I, I know you know. But like boring because sometimes boring is Freaking wonderful. I think it's safe. It's safe. Mm-hmm. Like, however, like I, as long as you can spice up your own life with different things, like for example, some days I'm, especially depending on where I am in my cycle, to be honest. Yeah. I just like, I'm like, oh, I need to do something. Oh my God. I can't do this one more second. Like I hate this. And then I go outside. I like know now the cues to break up my routine in a way that like gives me a little bit of 
spontaneous. It's like being spontaneous with things and yeah. just like committing to it. It's super cool. Yeah. And what I love this morning, I want to know a little bit more about in the rewind. I want to know a little bit more about your experience with meditation. Like what happened? Because yeah. That was sort of like, hey, do you want to just do that? And you're like, yeah. And I'm like, yes. Of okay. Course. Of course I do. It was like, a, it was a hard yes right away. I was like, okay, let's do it. Yeah. And I wasn't expecting that. I <laughs> thought that you were going to put on a video or music or something and then just like do it. But you like totally put us through this beautiful yeah. experience. Yeah. Quick. Powerful. <sighs> to, like, I, I'd like to know your version of it though. What happened? Um, okay. So for our listeners who weren't there and want to know what it was, basically we were hanging out, looking face to face. I was comfortably seated. Elisa was, um, also seated. Comfortably (laughs) kneeling. She's not much of a, of a, what is that called? Cross leg. I don't know. Cross legged. Cross legged. Yeah. Yeah. Some people can't move their hips in certain ways. It's it's like, I always sit with like, you know how you crouch down, you put your butt down in between your legs and you crouch down. I love that position. It's so comfortable. But my sister, she's like, how do you do that? It's not a thing. But I, I love it. So so we're, we're comfortably seated. And Elisa, um, I mean, you, you put us through just like a beautiful, calm meditation. Mm-hmm. And then turning on music and doing this motion with our arms where you're literally shooting your arms out to the side, down, up, and then pushing it away. And there was a visualization of really thinking about um, releasing any blocks that we have within our own mind and our thoughts, whether it's a person, a thing, whatever you can, you you know, I felt like I could choose what that was. And it's, it's a release. It's Mm. a movement release, energy release, um, a powerful building experience that, and like you said, like, I think it's different for everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I just like, I came to this knowing of really allowing myself to release any of the, the blocks that I had on my own personal self. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. And it was only five, 10 minutes. And it's interesting because like we were doing the exact same thing. Yeah. I was having a different experience. Yeah. And it's interesting because that, and that's why meditation or any mindset work isn't like, there's no goal. There's no, okay, let me rephrase. There's no right way to do it. Yeah. It's like being in tune with who you are and starting to listen to the things that are coming up and interpreting them to the best of your knowledge and to the best of your knowing. And the more you know yourself, the more you can silence that shit on the outside and hyper-focus on the good stuff, you know? Do you meditate often? Yeah. So I used to, but I haven't been recently, but... This, this was an, a, a level up. And I think that that's what I really learned from it was, right. you know, we can do our daily routine like we're talking about, but to step into something a little bit different can really level you up to yeah. the new and, and um, different experiences that are out there that are to- beneficial. Totally. And that goes, I don't know, have you experienced that a little bit with like fitness too? In the sense oh my of like, gosh, yes. You're doing the same workouts all the time. And then someone switches it by like one degree and you're like, oh, and you get that like juicy feeling. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's kind of with meditation for me is like, I used to just like sit there and I would do a lot of breathing techniques and I, some mental stuff. I like, and then I got into guided meditations where I'd like put on a, like, a, and I use Rod Stryker. He's oh, actually, have you heard of Rod I don't Stryker? think so. He has an app. It, 
it was recommended to me. Um, there's a free version of it, but then, so I used all the free ones and then I started to pay for it because I thought it was so great. And then, you know, just with yoga and with all the things, I started to go back to sitting in stillness and really clearing the mind. I mean, my very first experience with it was with my spiritual coach, Adele Stratton. And she just said, tell yourself, repeat the mantra, clear my mind, clear my mind, clear my mind, Mm. or my mind is clear. My mind is clear. And it's so interesting just repeating that over and over again. And I tried to do it for one minute. Mm. How many branches my brain was trying to pull my attention away, like shopping list that kiss I had last night, the, you know, like all of the things just like pulling me and I'm like, no, bring it back, clearing your mind. I personally, my meditations are now moved into the really emphasizing the senses. And that's ever since my psilocybin journey, which was like outrageous, where my senses were so heightened that I realized how I've been kind of putting like the towel over my eyes. Yeah. With the other senses. We, and I'm learning a lot about how you hear things and you see things and you interpret most people that have sight and hearing will hear and see things and interpret them differently. It's interesting how, and most people know this, when you're hearing impaired, your other senses sort of like lift a little bit. Absolutely. They sharpen. They do. If you don't have vision, your hearing sharpens. And we can do, we can sharpen all five senses through meditation by really focusing on that. And it's a really interesting experiment. So um, just an FYI, as a quadriplegic, Mm -hmm. your nerves and whatnot are not able to go to the rest of your body. And so what they do is they actually heighten and all of them stay up here with your head and your face and your neck. And so for instance, orgasms can be had within like your ear and your neck because of the nerve endings are so much more intense. Oh yeah. So how interesting is that? So the senses are heightened because of that, which I think is so incredible. So if you pay attention to that within your own body. Yeah. yeah. Because we, we've just like, as you're going through your boring day, you're dulling. Yeah. You're just like, you're in automation. You're just doing the things. You're not conscious of what's happening. So just to even give yourself five minutes and that movement that we were doing, the like orchestra, did you feel like a conductor a little bit? Oh, yes. yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. That's a great way to put it. Yeah. And you're like, you're moving and you're the one that's controlling everything. And so it just gives you like that presence. I loved it. I thought it was great. Oh, I could do that every day. And that's again, I don't want to do it every day. But this is the thing. We get into these habits and routines of what we love. And that's beautiful and it's Mm -hmm. helpful and I think it's beneficial for so many reasons. But to step outside of that and to try something different. So there's this thing that I have been saying for years about change. Because so many people find change is very uncomfortable. Change is scary. Change is different. Change Mm -hmm. is unknown. Um, And so for that, I started saying, and change is inevitable. It will happen. We all change. We all grow. It's the only constant. Um, But so many people have resistance around it. And I I, I believe I had fear around certain changes in my life as well. And so I started telling myself that change is good. Change is positive. Change is welcome. Change is great. Like all these good things around change. 
So now when I experience change, it's as if I'm like celebrating it. Like, yes, this is change. This is good for me. This is going to, you know, improve something in my life. So when you have an experience that is scary, like somebody is sick or somebody unwell, this is change. However, we also know that with any change that we have, we are up leveling, we are growing, mm-hmm. we are evolving. Cause I truly believe that this is why we are here on this earth is to evolve and grow through this human experience. And so having that change, although it may be bad, although it may be scary, although it may not feel good, it can also be a wonderful, beautiful experience. So trying these new things, like what you experienced today, that's why I was like a hell yes, of course I'll try this. Yeah, nice. I like I like change is welcome. When you said that, I was like, mm. change is welcome is good. Cause yeah, change doesn't feel good all the Always. time. Always. But it is welcomed. Yeah, I like that. I might use that. Please do, please do. It's it's drastically changed my life. Mm. And I feel like whenever I share it, people start to think. Mm-hmm. It starts to really like, you know, totally. it's thoughts me think. in your mind of yeah. like, okay, so like maybe where am I having a resistance around change and where I can shift that change, although it may not feel good to actually being something that's positive. I mean, again, it comes back to what we we're talking about, how we have a routine that feels good. We keep that routine because mm. it feels good. We know that it works. We know that it feels good. We know that it's normal. Even it's if it familiar. doesn't work. It's familiar. It's familiar. Even if it doesn't work, even if it's uncomfortable, we keep, it's like, it's like being in an abusive relationship or doing yes. something over again that's toxic first. We do it because it's familiar. Yes. Even like the habits, like if you, like so many of us, I mean, Michael and I have talked about this because at one point in 2020, 2021, when, you know, it was a lot of lockdowns and social distancing, our routine ended up being Netflix popcorn. Mm. So we were like sitting on the couch for like two hours before we went to bed eating, you know, and like waking up, like we started, our wake-ups were pushed. We used to wake up sharp at five and then it would be like six and then it would be like 6.15 and then 6.30 and we're like slower to start. You know, and it's like, but that became comfortable and we didn't want to let that go because we enjoyed, because there was so much joy to it. Yep. So then, you know, how we consciously chose to change that. Sure. Yeah. We love watching TV and movies and stuff at the end of the day. Like I, I personally love to wind down the wind down, especially because we aren't, we, we aren't drinking. We aren't like activating our body late at night. Cause for me, I don't know about you, but I don't sleep as well my heart rate stays really high as I'm trying to fall asleep. I'm hot. My body's unregulated. So like, I do like the downtime. Yeah, me too. I mean, sure. I can go and party and like go home and pass out. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But how often do you wake up at like four or five in the morning on those nights? I find. Yeah. Consistently. That's not good for me. No. Yeah. 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 Okay. So there's exceptions to this nighttime routine is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. It's like, um, and now we're really trying to buy like 7.30, no popcorn, like no yep. treats, like yep. past that time because our bodies just aren't long-term working with that. And it's like paying attention to that simple little trick. But it, we we got so into it because we did it every day for like a year. And 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 you don't need that food. And so ha- no. so what did you do? What did you do in order to shift that or have you said you have? Oh, what do we do? We like, well, I mean, 
Because it started I, off, it was so loose. It was just like the loosest boundary. We're like, we're going to do this. Okay, promise. Let's do it. Like and then, no, I, no, no to the popcorn. No to the popcorn and okay. treats. Okay. And then like, I'd get like my period or something and be like emotional or we have a hard day. I'm like, <laughs> get the nibs. <laughs> and like, you know, I'm like, it. if you don't make popcorn, I'm going to kill you. Like I was like, I, go, I got into this like, but at the evening, it's so funny because it's probably like you mentally were like, I can't have it. So now because I can't have it, I need it. I know that that scarcity mindset that like that. Um, wait, is it that? is a scarcity What's, mindset. It is it's like as if I'm not allowed to have it. Now I want it. You better give yeah. it to me. Yeah, I, I, it's it really became like apparent. So. So we just had to like check ourselves because like, as soon as we like allowed it, it, it was the falling off the bandwagon. Now it's over it. We didn't think we failed at it. Like that part of the evolution of my food relationship has ended, but then I would suffer the next day. So it's just like, okay, fine. I'm doing this, but now I feel like shit, I'm not sleeping as good. I'm tired in the morning and the morning is my time. Yeah, that's like me too. Yeah, I get, I'm so productive. I do like everything in the first five hours of the day. Like it's my time, and when that's compromised, it's like oh, it doesn't really. So there's a part of it is like reminding myself that I'm I'm going to quote unquote suffer in the morning. Like things aren't going to be as good, mm-hmm. no matter the what my mind says. It's like I'll be fine. You've done it a million. Like it's good you because you want it, so you like the negotiator comes out and starts telling you it's partly that. And it's partly, it was partly Mike and I talking about it and being there for each other. And then we just like set stricter boundaries, if you will. Like we didn't not allow ourselves popcorn. We just said, Oh my God, it's seven twenty-eight. Get the, f- get the popcorn. Cause that's seven thirty. Two minutes to get as much in our mouths as we can. <laughs> down it it's kind of so it's kind of like that because yeah. we go we only have the 7 30 mark because we go to bed at nine we're we're yeah. early to bed yeah so if you're eating all the way up to 8 45 9 and then you go to bed yeah and there's scientific evidence showing that your cells don't need that your cells actually need the time to just like relax and repair totally but i didn't you get up don't you use your hot tub in the evening i thought that that or was it the morning maybe some so, cause I was like, if you have, so, so when you get rid of something, it's nice to have something to pull back in to not have you always wanting that thing that you're lacking. It's like you, it's like as, as, as if you have to, um, add something new in replace of what you're eliminating. We didn't, why well, no? I, I, no, we just made, uh, we just a hard cutoff. We just, see ya. yeah, we didn't replace it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I That's mean, okay. and I will say like, sometimes we break that rule, but it's not a rule. Yeah, yeah. Anymore, it's just out, we're out of the routine. It's it's right. just literally the difference between being in an unconscious routine versus a conscious one. Right. And it's like this really interesting mindset shift because now it just like doesn't really happen. I love it. Yeah. Hey, oh, I just want to interrupt this podcast to give all Elisa and Filtered listeners the jump on my Black Friday sale, the Awareness 3X Effect, which is my 12 months personalized one-on-one coaching program only goes on sale once a year. And right now until Cyber Monday, which is November 28th, you can get 
$250 off. That's right. I'm giving away the biggest discount I have ever done. And this time of year is the best time to join right before the holidays, right before the start of a new year, right when seasonal depression and the darker days are ahead. So if you're a wellness warrior who is ready to step into their power, heal their mind, body, and soul, and silence that BS inner critic for unstoppable growth, all you need to do is click the link in the show notes and enter the promo code BLACK250. And you're in. Once again, click the link in the show notes and enter the promo code BLACK250, B-L-A-C-K-250. Hope to see you inside. Um, I think we should come back to chat more about why we're here and what we've, yeah. what we've really learned about being here. What have, what have you learned about being here? Um, well, in this beautiful chalet, luxury. It's really nice. <laughs> With a cold plunge, sauna, cold plunge, hot tub, beautiful yes. windows everywhere. I, and I feel like the, um, the beautiful decor is a huge part of it. The setting is absolutely and stunning. the energy. The energy. And we're like away from the city, like outside. Tall trees. Yeah, it's beautiful, and the trees are turning, and there's just a lot of like nature around here, and and it's really comforting and warm and great. I think, I don't know if I could take one thing away. It's just that I'm not alone. I'm not alone in this Ooh. world. Do you mean because I am here, or because of? Something within this experience. Well, because as a solo female entrepreneur, yeah, I don't like you and I chat often and we yes. support each other, but like you're not there. I'm like in my house alone. And sometimes I get into the idea that that like I have to do it by myself all the time. And there's a lot of truth to that because I'm the sole person working. I do have an assistant, but like I'm the one that's doing the work. Yeah. But being here, it's like, oh yeah, there are thousands of us. Yeah. You know? Really? And just like, it's been, it's been, that, that's the part that I think I've taken away the most is like watching you in your process is inspiring me in my process. Because mm -hmm. we, we are similar in a lot of ways, but we're not. Yep. And so you're doing your thing and rocking your business as a solo female entrepreneur. And then it's like really inspiring. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? I love it. Ooh. Um, hmm. I think that that is a huge piece of it. That definitely did cross my mind. Um, and I think also, yeah, just the experiences of like your knowledge around things has reminded me how learning is very powerful. So I am, I, I've always had this thing of like, I hate school. I don't want to go to school. I'm not interested in school. Like I just like, I'm not, ugh, I've never, I never was like, I, I like just got by. I mean, not when I was younger, I had straight A's, but that's probably because my mom was around. And I'm like, shocked by me. that. You just got by? Well, here's the thing. I'm a very intelligent human. If I, if I apply myself okay, yeah. and I'm, you know me, I'm street smart and I can you like, are. when it comes to like art and gym, I got straight A's. Totally. But when it came to anything outside of that, I just didn't try. I didn't have anybody who helped me through it. Like I said, when my mom was alive, straight A's. Soon as she passed, I just let go of everything. Nobody's, nobody's, I didn't let go of everything. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But I, but I, I just didn't have the constant. I think though, 
being street smart is way I know. Fucking more That's why I'm not worried about it. <laughs> Who cares what you did in school? School sucks. <laughs> but I will say, so for instance, my dad, who was 15 when his dad passed away and he took over the farm with his brother, who was also 15. Yeah. They were born in the same year, one in January, one in December. Get out. Totally whack. I know. So oh. they took over the farm and my dad to this day, who never, he completed school, but it was like he never... He never took extra courses or any, like it just, it wasn't, it wasn't the emphasis of his life. And like, if there was crops to be taken off, you leave school, you go and you, you take care of like what is happening in the field on the farm. Yeah. But for him, he knows multiplications like that. Quick, quick, quick. Sharp. He's so sharp when it comes to numbers. Why? Because he has beans and wheat and things that he has to know the numbers for chemicals, for uh, right. weight, for like all the, how, how when he's selling it to um, a company or stocks, like it's constant that he's dealing with these numbers. Yeah, so, so he the, knows it. The numbers are like a sixth sense. They are. And I look at him and I'm just like, wow, that is really inspiring. So that's one of my dedications for my daughter. I'm like, I don't really care if you know much, but like, I want you to know your multiplications. I want you to be able to be like, you know, nine times nine is 81. You know what? Like, I want you to know it. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't care if you know the rest of the stuff like perfectly, but like, let's like get a few of the main things down. Do you know how to do long division right now? Only because I had to teach myself because I was her teacher during COVID. (laughs) During COVID, that was the thing. I was like, okay, you don't know how to do long division. Well, I'm going to have to teach myself again. So I went through it. And the other, so funny, I did a question the other day and Neil Neil couldn't do it. And I was like, it's so simple. You do da, 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 da. And I got the answer. And I checked on the calculator. Sure enough, I had it right. And I was like, wow, I feel good. I feel really good that I know how to do that. Do you know the Pythagorean theorem? Michael and I were talking about this. I forget it now, but I did. It's like, I don't know. It's like C equals A squared. It's the squared. square uh, C equals the square root of A squared plus B squared. Yeah, something, something like, like that. that. Something yeah, like we that. were like, I'm like, okay, we were walking and we were super high and we were dying. <laughs> 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 Trying to figure it out? So, yeah, it's just Google. I we, find it so fun. But he, just Google now. He's an engineer and he's really good at math too. But like, there's so many things that you learn. And yeah. I, there is value. I really believe there's value in the process of learning things like that because it's not the outcome that you necessarily care about. The outcomes come and go. It's the process of it. So I think going to school, I said school is ridiculous or whatever I said 10 minutes ago, five minutes ago. But like schooling is great. But what happens is you finish school and your adult brain's like, ooh, yes. I'm done learning. I am I don't need to know anymore. So this is where, okay, coming back to the point that I was saying yeah, about how I've don't. learned from you <laughs> is is I was trying to remember where that all came from. Is because I and and thinking of like as a massage therapist, I didn't go to a school where you learn everything. I went to a school for strictly massage therapy. Yeah. You know, yes, I had to learn about the body, anatomy, muscles. Um, all of that diseases, all these things, which I was inspired by and excited about because it had to do with my career. However, um, Mm -hmm. when you are talking about, for instance, even the cold plunge, yes, put your shoulders under, keep your arms under, breathe. Like you were, you were guiding me through it. I know you've done it before, but you've also researched and looked into how other people are doing it and what is maybe right or wrong or like maybe beneficial, I should say, because there's never any right or wrong. Um, But by you having that knowing Mm. and where I did not, I was like, this is shocking to me because it's not like I've never done a cold plunge, but it was not something I'd done recently. 
Um, same with the meditation. I don't actively seek mm. out going to different meditations to be guided by. Mm. So I'm not learning that experience. You know, I recently did a Pilates thing. Like I'm obsessed with Melissa Woodhealth. I love her Pilates. I do it on a regular basis. And the movements are so different than I've ever done before. And I carry that on into like treatments that I do with clients and things. Yep. And I'm like, it's because of the knowing. It's because I've been taught. It's because of the education, not just going to school and reading a book. It's these, yeah. it's these classes and learning from people like you're talking about, like learning from each other as entrepreneurs. Like it is so valuable to have conversation with like-minded people and, and, and people that are into what you're curious about. Like, honestly, I want to do this all the time. Like even just sitting here, I I got into like the rabbit hole scroll (laughs) yesterday morning. And then I heard you upstairs making, like working, doing contents. And I was like, it was like a switch. It wasn't like, Ooh, I shouldn't be scrolling. It was like, Ooh, I'm inspired to do this now. Do you know what I mean? Like it wasn't a bad thing. It was just like a trigger to be like, like this is a distraction. There are so many distractions in our routine that are pulling us away from being vibrant even breathing. How many even times breathing. when somebody says, take a deep breath, you literally lift up your shoulders, your head is higher towards the earth. Mm. You take a deep breath and your lungs are filled with air. How many times do, if you think about that, you're like, you are actually crunched over little and you're little taking these little, little breaths. Like, like that is yeah. not, we okay, need I, to be I have breathing. a, I have a challenge, not a challenge, but I know that there's people and because I'm one of them and I can't be the only freaking one that when someone says, take a deep breath, I want to say, F you, what? you take a deep breath. <laughs> Don't tell me what to do. I'm fine. Er. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like being told what to do either, but that is not how I act when someone. <laughs> so if you were like, kind of like in a place and someone said, take a deep breath. Well, is it because you're in a, yeah. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, it's like as if you tell, so somebody who's, um, uh, somebody who's sad, don't be sad or don't be angry. Just or let don't, it go. Just let it go. Just let that go. Oh, it's like, yeah, oh yeah, screw just you. Don't, don't mind your own business. I'm fine the way I am. But the difference is like here, <laughs> like you're a living example. You like, you're a leader who's like a, who's inspiring. You're not telling me what to do you're Hell inspiring no. me to yeah. do it so there's like a difference there and it's like if you want your partner for example if i was just like hey michael take a deep breath you look really stressed he's not gonna do that like he, he's not gonna receive that in the same way as if he always sees me doing the deep breaths because i'm doing the work and inviting him to join me there's a difference oh my god i can't even explain how many things with my partner have shifted by me not saying it by just doing, doing it. it and i'm going to tell you something a little secret as a massage therapist okay tell me so instead of always telling your client what to do because the moment is sometimes very calm and sacred and and just like being still is really powerful yeah. and feeling the energies can be so powerful. So by having like an arm or something on the person, mm-hmm. so by me literally putting my hand on you and deep breathing so you can hear it, yeah. you can see me even if you're looking at me, you just did what I did. Yeah, I never told you what to do. Did it? Did you feel like you wanted to? No, as soon as you put your hand on me, I was like, oh my God, she's a unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? 
what? Like, we're like this magical thing that just like, I was like electrocuted in, in like warmth. That's probably the best compliment I have ever had in my life. I'm going to take that with me for the rest of like, my okay. life. I was like, okay. I was like, I'm in. But that was great. I loved it. Did you want to breathe as I was breathing? Yeah. Or, no resistance, right? None. So I think that that is such a beautiful reminder. Like if you have children and you're yeah. constantly telling your child what to do, just lead by example in a flow rather than in yeah. a franty. Yeah. And you will be amazed at what they pick up from you doing just what it is that you want them to do. Not just children, but I mean like Every, in well, a general. Yeah. Okay. So because resistance is, okay, when you resist, okay, so in my brain, when someone tells me to do something or says something or you should do that. Okay. So we're all working on our health. I'm working on stuff. I'm feeling things in my body. I can't find the answers. I'm just exercising in my brain, what I call universal light, love, and patience. Mm. Okay. And it's just like non-judgmental, just going into the flow state, if you will, of like my health and figuring out my hormones and figuring out why I'm so tired at certain times of the day, et cetera, whatever. Such we don't need to go into the depths of my like- It's a journey. Of my pain. Mm -hmm. And yeah. it's like, <clears throat> it's like the resistance. When someone tells me to do something, Sometimes a part of me doesn't understand what they're telling me to do. I've never experienced it before. And that's when the resistance happens. And I really believe that resistance is fear. And when we don't, we fear what we don't understand. Mm. And it's that thing that like, if I take your hand and if I was like, if you were like, I don't know if I want to do this meditation because you've never done it before. Let's just say you had a bit of resistance there. And I was like, it's five minutes. Let's just commit to it for five minutes. You can leave anytime. You're safe and you're good. You can open your eyes. You can literally walk out the door anytime you want just to give someone like a safety net for them mentally. And then they agree reluctantly. They do it. And then they're like, oh, I'm not afraid of this anymore. I did it. I've experienced it. Now I'm curious. Yep. So you, we see this off, often with anything that we have resistance. If someone says something like political, or medical, those are like hot topics right now. Most people will have a, a, wall, a, a wall block that they will not agree. Yeah, yeah. It's you against yeah. me because they don't understand, nor can they empathize with someone on the other side with a different viewpoint. And now we're like, that's the polarization is like the resistance, the fear. And that is fear. That's what fear looks like in your life. You don't think I'm not scared of you, but what you're scared of is the way someone else thinks because it's not the same as the way you're thinking yep. and you're afraid of what you don't know. And that's like been this really interesting, um, understanding how I'm, how that represents in my life. Cause it comes up often. I'm afraid of stuff. Yeah. I have that resistance. I don't want to do that. Like even this morning when I went to get coffee, I opened the door and it's pitch black, black and I was like, <gasps> I got scared. I'm like in yeah, the woods yeah. in a place I don't know. And I can't see my car and I'd have to walk out the door. So I literally stood there with the door open, the cold zero degree air is like blasting in. in the house. I'm like, oh fuck, how do we turn the light on? I can't see shit. And then I just like took some deep breaths, looked out. I was trying to get my eyes to like adjust the darkness. It wasn't working. Oh, wow. And I found the light and I was like, oh, look at me. 
I'm fine. I think it's gone. Yep. Yes. Okay. But like the thought crossed my mind was I can go later. Yeah. When it's light out. Oh my God. I almost, yeah, that's what I, I wasn't afraid of anything, but I was. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So it's like accepting that that lives in me and it's constantly presenting itself. Always. Mm -hmm. It's always. There's fear and then there's like the love part. And sure, I can be a big giant ball of love, but I can be a big giant ball of shit too sometimes. Cause like (laughs) I am scared (laughs) of stuff. So you're a ball of shit because you're scared? You're scared? Well, I mean, it could be perceived as that. It's like, okay, cold tub. I want to talk about the cold tub. But first, it's like uh, my cold exposure really came into my life with athletics and sport. But now that I'm doing it in a different level for a more more psychological and physical benefits, sure, it helps with inflammation. It helps with cardio cardiac disease with cholesterol with metabolism is like a big thing and regulating hormones i'm doing it for the hormone regulation and i'm after three weeks i'm actually noticing i'm seeing a difference in my body it's like the only thing that i've changed and when michael saw me doing it he committed so that was the lead by example so i'm doing it he's watching me do it he thinks i'm crazy yep but he's doing it and and it's, he keeps doing it. And I know he keeps doing it, A, because I'm doing it and he's watching me thrive, but he's also feeling the benefits of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like he doesn't necessarily communicate it in the same way that I would, but it's a really interesting thing to watch him go through his process of resistance. I'm not judging him. It happens to all of us. We all do it. I watch it in everyone. Like mm-hmm. watching people break through their own shit, mm-hmm. get out of their own way mm-hmm. is like so neat. I did the same thing. I was like, I'm not going into cold because I'm always cold. My body's cold. Yeah. And I love how you were like, you know, there's a theory that perhaps we're cold, but by doing the cold plunge, that helps our body learn how to heat itself again. Yeah. Really and nice. it's like, I was like, okay, cool. I'm in. Let's do it. Right away. <laughs> I was like, I'm in. Hey. I mean, clearly you heard that somewhere and I'm going to try it because I'll do yeah. anything to yeah. help with this issue of me being cold all the time. Yeah. And when you were in the cold, it was cold. Do you know what? I it, it, it was. You it was okay. very cold and then I was fine. I, I, I don't love my feet being cold. That's the whole thing. I like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm thinking about it and then I, I, I'm really good at learning how to like meditate out of that. So I mm-hmm. try to focus on something else other than what is actually happening that I'm not liking in that moment. Um, I teach my daughter that also when we're going through like an emotional thing, it's like, okay, to feel it and allow it and embrace it. But then we also have to like look outside of that to get yep. out of the scary moment, to get out of the fear. Um, yeah. And, and it wasn't so bad. It's, it's not so bad. Did you, do you have a bathtub? I do. Are you going to try and do this at home? I'm, I'm going to try to do it. Put a little bit of ice in there. And yeah. <laughs> you can just even just start. Totally. Um, you can dip your feet out. Like just keep your toes out. Yeah. When you're in your own tub. True enough. The, or put socks or something on. You can put like booties. I know people do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think yeah. Michael's going to start doing that. Well, we're, our, we're closing our pool soon. We've been doing it on our pool, but we also have a tub. So we're going to fill it up with ice. Yep. But he has like a, he's a scuba diver. So he has all his scuba diving, like hands and feet thing. Cause he has the hands and feet thing too. Okay. I did. Where it, it's uncomfortable. It's painful. Yeah. Yeah. I had the hands and feet thing for like a week. And I didn't think about how to 
get out of that, Michael was like strategizing his next move with like the gloves and the feet. Yeah. And I was like, okay, you do that. But at that point it went away. Yeah. Okay. I don't have it anymore. Yeah. And I can see that. I can see how obviously there, there's scientific evidence that this is something that helps people in many different ways. Mm -hmm. And so that might be something that has helped you. And I think it's really powerful to be aware. Mm -hmm. You not only tried it, but then you were aware of the benefits and perhaps that is something that is benefiting you. I think it's amazing. I'm interested to know what's going to happen when you go from two minutes to four minutes. Me? Yeah. Do you think it happened just in one time or do you think it'll be like multiple times of it? I don't know. Yeah. We, we started with two minutes and then we went straight from two to four. Yeah. And... I could have went longer. When the buzzer went yesterday, I was like, no way. It's yeah. Already? Because that's when it... Yeah. So you're already starting to like be okay being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It's all about... So yeah. this is what I wanted to get to next about being uncomfortable. Okay. And I feel like it's, it's, um, it's something that we talk about often, right? Putting yourself in something uncomfortable yeah. so that you know that you can do something uncomfortable when something comes into mm-hmm. your life and it's uncomfortable. Um, do you, do you make yourself do things that are uncomfortable often? Is that like something you're seeking or do you find that you do things that are uncomfortable often? Um, one okay outside of cold tubbing which is recent um the one thing that I would say yes to is when I feel that urge to do one of two things to suck it up or to stay silent when someone else's feelings might get hurt so Mm. that's those are the areas where for example Michael and I, this really started with my relationship with Michael. It actually started with my three years being single before Michael, because I started to like step into my power and practice it. But in the past, I would always try to please my partner. Right. And so he will love me and I'd never wanted him to be mad. And so when he like, if something happened, I know icky, icky, icky. And I know the feeling I've done it too. I mean, Sure. Yeah. I want to please my partner. Yes. Absolutely. Because I love him. But when but it's that's at not the cost the goal. of my, if when it's at the cost of me, sure. I don't want to right. do that anymore. No. So he said something to me and I'm not going to repeat what he said. Yeah. But it was like a heartbreaking, crushing thing. And I, my fight or flight came in. We were in the hot tub, like having what I thought was like a romantic little hot tub. And he said something. And I got out. I was like, fuck you. Yep. And I went into my room and I did the, I'm fine by myself. I'm an independent woman. I don't need you story. Like, I'm fine. Fuck you. Like, fuck you. You made me feel this way. And then I was like, my awareness came in and I was like, wait a second. This is the uncomfortable. This is the uncomfortable that people talk about. And so So what what are we going to do? Yes. So I literally sat in the bathroom and I had to deep breathe for, I don't know, you know, sometimes it feels like an hour, but really it's yep a minute. Yep. <laughs> I wasn't counting. I took some deep breaths. I knew he was out there still. I heard him come in the house. Okay. And he knew he did wrong. <laughs> well, it didn't, I don't know. It didn't matter. Okay. It, he might yeah. have been validated. Yeah. It, I didn't care how he felt. I cared about the discomfort that I felt and I... So I, we had a really, really hard, open conversation and where I said, 
I don't think it's fair that you said that. Did you mean what you said? And is there another way you can say it that would be more respectful to both of us? Oh, Lisa. Yeah, he was like, I did not mean what I said. It came out so wrong. Which is fair. Yeah, and then we, and it was just fair. Because he was having an emotional reaction to something and he said something really mean. So, and then we talked about it and you know what? That was the first, um, like we loved each other. We have a lot in common. We love each other still like fuck, but that was like a bonding moment that is indescribable. We both were so uncomfortable and we both were able to hold space. I, I actually invited him. I said like, are you going to like, are you able right now to have this conversation? Yep. And he was like, yeah. So we talked about it and we felt, yeah. And we just like fell madly in love with each other. Again. See, and that is the growth. That <laughs> yeah, is the growth right. from when we have a scary and sad or terrible situation happen, argument, it can lead to two things. One of two things, you know, it can lead to destruction and you don't have the patience or you don't have the mindset to want to try to deal with the hard or like you guys made a, dis- a conscious decision, yeah. both of you to really tackle that hard conversation. Yeah. And then it made you grow within your relationship. It made you totally. closer. In, in, in a way that is indescribable. Yeah. It's in a way, yeah. Yeah. And that's what I want to say about doing the cold plunge or doing something that's hard. Mm. I have felt more recently where I have not been challenging myself to the extreme that I used to once before. I've gotten very comfortable. I love my life. It's very simple, very, not very simple. Like I'm doing a lot of things, but simple for me. Very calm. I disagree. I have to, I'm going to say, I don't think so. But the things that I do are not uncomfortable. I have the balls to do so many things, but but I don't feel uncomfortable. Like you just started a business. You just launched a, but you didn't, you were scared and you resisted for a long time and then you did it. Can I tell you something though? That's really bizarre. Yeah. Not any of the process other than putting down like 30 grand in one second. Yeah. Literally to buy a shit ton of the product. Okay. Yeah. Um, and that wasn't even all of it. That was for like one of the biggest pro- the, the products, but I have other products. Um, putting 30 grand down was really, really, really hard for a second, mm-hmm. for a day. I took 24 hours. I pushed it off 24 hours. And then finally it was like, enough is enough. If I don't push play, if I don't Put the button in. But that enough is enough moment is the, is the moving through and growing through discomfort. I know. But I want to say that that is one of the only moments through this whole building a business part. I've been able to calmly, mm. consciously build a business without having fear and pressure. I would imagine though in there, okay, so you did something really hard. Like you invested in yourself and you move differently when you invest in yourself. You I did. Move differently. I felt very have, powerful. You, yes. When you do that, like if someone just gave you the money, it wouldn't be about you the same no. way as that you did it. It would be about them. It would. And I do a lot of my life for other people. That yeah. makes me feel very good. Yeah. So you like, so making the decisions for your business, there, there is probably a sense of like, Maybe you're questioning yourself. Maybe you're like this or that. You're humming hawing, or you have like a very small resistance, but you are so clear in the path of where you want to go that you can move through that and you don't even know it. Yeah. You're like, you're not even aware that there is a sense of like, 
like a pause. You might have a pause every now and then, but it's not like crazy. It doesn't feel scary. Yeah. And that's what happens. When I you think that's the learning. I yeah. Th- I think it's the learning through. You're trusting yourself. Yeah. You, you are trusting yourself. And that's the same with Michael and I, we can have harder con- since that since day, that day, we can yeah. ch- check each other and feel safe doing it because we did it safe. And so it's not the same anymore. It's totally different mm-hmm. in like a great way. And that's the thing, like people think that they need to like put themselves in uncomfortable positions. It's like, no, it's like start by paying attention to when you become uncomfortable in your life right now. What is it? Driving your car when someone else is driving that you don't like, when, you know, someone says something to you and you're coping and your gut, strat- your conditioned mind tells you to shut up. Mm. to stay small yep to hide to run to say fuck you to fight back like what's your response to it like that's what you need to pay attention to yep and be like okay is this something that i want to keep feeling yes or no right how can i set the boundary and that's why boundaries are so important but people think boundaries like you can't talk to me that way that's not a boundary that's a reaction reaction yep like a boundary would be like to boundaries come from a place of love. So you need to really be clear on what you actually want. Yep. And that might be pausing, stepping away and respectfully, respectfully saying, I'm not going to respond to you right now. I need a second. That's my way. That's your way. And it 1000% works. Neil is a reactor. He's ready to bite my head off. If something were to go down that he's not happy about. Yeah. And I do not appreciate, and I will not tolerate any type of, raised voice, yelling, any of that. That is not how I roll. I, I think my mom was a yeller. That's what my sister tells me. I don't yeah. remember because I was so young. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just never felt good around it. So we, um, we definitely, I, I definitely knew from a young age, I didn't want that. I told Neil when I met him too, if you're going to act like that ever, I'm out. And so our thing now is if we get in an argument, we, we stop. I will typically leave, either go to my room, go for a drive. I will return. Mm -hmm. And then he literally like will try to like, you know, give me a little pinch on the butt, kiss my (laughs) neck. You know, he's trying to like flirt with me again. And then we have a little chat and then it's all good. But if it wasn't that, it would be a fiery disaster. And so we've learned that is what works for us. I will leave the situation for a short time. Come and, and, it, and it used to take us like 24 hours and now it takes us 20 minutes to an hour that's and great. it's gone. Great. Yeah. And you're working through it together as a totally. team. And that's, that's like, yeah, that, that's the thing. It's like learning and growing together. What a beautiful. And ending growth. it. Do you both end it feeling like yourself? Yes. Okay. So you don't I feel think so. like you're less or in the, you know, you're, do you know what I mean? Cause oh, a lot no. of women will just tolerate and make them feel better by agreeing to them. Yeah, no, 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 no. I have done that in the past, but it doesn't feel good. Again, it's one of those things you feel less than, you feel like you are putting something down within your your body, your soul is like being like drawn out of it, out of your body. That would be something we should like meditate on and like do some movement meditations on that feeling of like releasing because a lot of that energy I think still lives in me Mm. because it does come up where I'm I'm not... I am the second class citizen. <laughs> well, because you were you were raised that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Through not just your partner that you've been through in the past, but up, up, like your upbringing, totally. your family, 
Yeah, being right? a woman in like the way, yeah. So this is something you've been conditioned to know and to feel for so many years. Yeah. And so that is a huge piece of how you're, of your healing. Absolutely. I think, yeah. Okay, so. I want to just keep talking for hours and hours and hours, but we got to go. Well, <laughs> I think we are going to do this again for sure. Yeah. And I just want to know before we leave, because you were talking about how this space feels so magical for you with mm-hmm. the hot tub, the cold tub, the sauna. Like those things are like the physical healing elements, but then also the energy in the house. And you kept saying sort of like a mantra of what this place does for you. The um, In one year, I want to know your one year goals. <laughs> You're like putting it down <laughs> on me. Down. You know what's so funny? I didn't tell you this morning, but I was like, you know, you, we decided on our one-year goals, but I also said to myself, I will also have a place like this. That's what I wanted you to say. You're like, and this is going to be in my life. Here's the thing. I envision a beautiful space. I love being around beautiful things. I'm a Taurus. I like nice, beautiful, clean, crisp, beautiful things. I'm a Taurus too. Yeah. Which about that? that? May, May 1st. May 1st. Okay. Yeah. I'm 12. Yeah. 12. May 12. Yeah. yeah. And 12 is my favorite number. Um, so we... Yeah. Love beautiful things. Um, but it's not just about having this space for me. It's like, I want my daughter to experience it. I want her to be able to come. If she wants to be in nature, mm-hmm. running around in nature, if she wants to go into the hot tub or to the sauna and do, uh, do all of that, like I want her to embrace what it feels like to feel good and to take care of her soul and have mm. heal. excuse me, have healing and then also to experience having family around. I want to be able to invite my family to a space that feels so good and to wine and dine them. And I just, mm-hmm. I just, I've always wanted that. And it needs to happen like today. Yes. <laughs> we have to get into the hot tub and the cold tub before we have yes. to leave. <laughs> so sorry, guys. So but... Sorry, guys. We're going to keep. <laughs> Do you want to say your one year? <laughs> I have a little to go. Um. I just want to keep on the path that I'm on right now. My one year, I I would love a place like this, but like in in the mountains. That's where Ooh. I would be. Like this yeah. place is fantastic. It's more by the water. Yeah, I'm water. You're water. I need I'm water mountain. or mountain. Yeah. But more so water. If we were like in Whistler right now or yep. like even in Tromblon where there's because Blue Mountain is pretty like there's it's pretty, but it's not a mountain. It's more like it's a, a hill. hill. Yeah. Let's be real. <laughs> yeah. I need some like tree lines, yeah. you know, and yes. then we're talking. Would you go out west? Uh, yeah, it's not off the table. Mm. Wait, Mont Tremblant in it's east. Would it's you Quebec. go there? Um, that's where you. That would be stage one. I'd probably get a cottage there. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yep. That would be the minimum. The minimum standard. Love it. Well, the dreaming is continuing, and I hope that all of you who are listening are also dreaming and dreaming are dreaming and doing. Dreaming and doing. We're dreaming and doing. So this is the biggest thing that I have learned recently. It's like you can journal and you can dream and manifest all you want, but unless you take that action, unless you start taking steps toward it, moving forward towards what it is that you want, it's not ever going to happen. Massive imperfect action. Hashtag massive imperfect action, baby. Hashtag massive imperfect action. I love it. I love it. If you guys stayed till the end, we love you too. Ah, thank you so much for being here with us. Alisa, what a pleasure. Yes, what a pleasure, Michelle. Thank Let's you. do it again soon, my beautiful unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so good. 
Okay, I'm over here giving you a big virtual hug because you just finished another episode of the Elisa Unfiltered podcast. Thank you so much for five years of the show and all the love, growth, and deep belly laughs that have come with it. If you want to join me inside the Awareness 3X Effect, the time is now. Don't forget to use the promo code BLACK. 250 for $250 off at checkout. Thank you so much for listening. Have the best day, everyone. Until next time. Wow.